1: So much- You're listening
0: to a Mamma Mia podcast. Mamma Mia acknowledges the traditional owners of land and waters that this podcast is recorded on. Hello, this is You Beauty, the podcast for your face. My name is Shazzy Hunt, and you have tuned in. This is our weekly Ask an Expert episode where I get to chat to a beauty expert about their area of expertise. Now, every good makeup routine starts with your base layer of product. So what should you be using? And most importantly, how can you get it to stay absolutely put all day long? To help us nail that base, I'm joined today by Alexandra Paneri, who is a South Australian based hair and makeup artist and founder of the Business to Beauty Academy online course. Alexandra, thanks for being here. Thank you for having me. Within your overall makeup routine, what
1: exactly is the purpose of base makeup? Why are we even doing this? So there's many different purposes for different people, depending on what you're doing, obviously. For the sake of photography, it's really to even out that skin tone. It's kind of to color correct. So depending on, you know, the skin type, some people have got really red noses. Some people get like rosacea and red cheeks. So really the coverage for photography is to have an even skin tone so that you're looking at the person, not parts of their face. But for everyday women, it's really to make them feel more comfortable it's kind of like a security blanket to make them look really fresh so if they're you know dehydrated if they're feeling a bit tired it's really just to make that complexion look like you possibly feel on the inside but on the outside there is nothing worse than when you have gone to effort and say
0: you've done a few products, not just that one product, and then it does end up smudgy and faded. Are there any tips, first of all, before we get into the specifics of your base, of how we can avoid that
1: or a reason for why that might be happening? So I think it would be great just to be honest because makeup is something external that's put on your face. It's not meant to last all day. The rule is, for me, the more you put on, the more maintenance it's going to be. So I think the first thing is skin prep. And getting that right. And what that means is even if you're oily, remove the oils with the micellar water, even the eyelids where we do have a lot of oils, and really make sure that all of that is gone, that you've cleansed, you've exfoliated, which means you've got rid of your dead skin cells on there. Because when you put that foundation on, if your skin is dry, it's going to suck up the moisture from the foundation and therefore it's going to look flaky if your skin is oily and you've gone and put that foundation on, it's just going to be producing more and more oils. So you really need to nail your skin and that is what's going to make your makeup last. It's really getting down to, well, what's my skin feel like when I come out of the shower? Does it feel tight when I smile? It's probably dry. So then using like a moisturizer that is really nice and hydrating before you put your foundation and waiting for that to actually seep in and then go in with your products if it's oily, using a mattifying moisturizer because just because your skin is oily doesn't mean it's not dehydrated.
0: This is full of contradictions and also I love the reality checks, but it's interesting that you're saying less is more when it comes to your base because I think their feeling is that if a simple product isn't enough to get a good base, then maybe I should be using lots of stuff. But you're saying it's not that either. It's somewhere in the middle. It is. And it's tailored to your skin type. (laughs) Yeah, blowing your mind, right? Now I know why no one's base is lasting because we're all very confused. I would like to know if you could walk us through step by step,
1: the steps, the products. Take me through it. Where do we start? So with your starting step, obviously you've already cleansed. You can, first of all, spritz your face with a makeup-lasting spray, so like your Urban Decay All Nighter. Before you put any makeup on. Yeah, so this is like a little trick to make it last longer if you're going to be using a foundation, which is a liquid foundation, because different steps would take place depending on what you're using. So if you spritz your face with a makeup-setting spray, it becomes tacky, which means things are going to stick on. Next, you need to go in with your primer. So your primer can be applied with your hands, but you have to really choose the right primer for oily skin or for dehydrated skin. What you want to look for is words like tacky or sticky or illuminating. That will give you the solution that your skin needs to give you the look that you desire. So if you look at lower-end price points, you know, you've got e.l.f., your Grip Primer. NYX have got a really good oil control and pore filler. Primers are basically like spanks, but for the face. So they pull everything together nice and smooth. They fill in all the dots and that is what's going to make that outfit on your face look perfect all day. So squeeze some foundation on the back of your hand and then pick up your brush because your brush is going to be able to give you a better distribution and With your hands, you are kind of smearing it on top of your skin, whereas with the brush, you're able to stipple it into the skin. That's also going to make it last longer and give you a more blended look. Brush types, it can be like a kabuki brush, which is more of a fatter, rounder brush, because that gives you the ability to not just swipe from left to right, but also press it into the skin, which is like your ultimate. When you're applying the foundation, start from the middle of your face and then work your way out so you don't have this massive foundation line along your hairline. (laughs) As far as the foundation, people probably would think that, well, I need a matte foundation because I want it to last all day. That's not true because if your skin is dehydrated and you put a matte foundation, you're going to be struggling to smile because everything's going to feel so cakey. Choose your foundation based on your skin type. And you don't need a full coverage foundation for it to last long. I personally love to use a light to medium coverage and then I use my concealer in the parts that I know wear down the most, like my T-zone. My nose always goes red. My chin always goes red. You know, I get a bit of oily in my T-zone. So I'll use a concealer, which is a more medium coverage and more mattifying in my T-zone but everywhere else it will be dewy and something light like a CC cream or I'm obsessed at the moment with the L'Oreal Serum Foundation and that is a really lightweight, it's got skincare in there, so it's really glowy and light so I don't feel like I've got cake face.
0: Say if you're using a CC
1: and a foundation, do you need to be doing both or is it a one or the other situation? It's one or the other, yeah. So your first steps would be primer, then foundation, and your foundation is your choice. If you're someone that has already beautiful skin, don't cover it with foundation because all we're trying to do is eliminate different pigments. So if you've got a bit of blue under your eyes, if you've got red on your cheeks, so you don't need it to be thick. I think beauty is seeing the person's face, not looking at their makeup. So if you're able to do that with using less foundation, Your makeup is going to be so much prettier than layering thick layers. So using either a serum foundation, like a BB cream, a CC cream, or using a medium coverage foundation and using a brush and working it out towards your hairline. The other tool to have to make it last longer is a little beauty blender sponge. Make sure that you first run it underwater so it absorbs and doubles the size then squeeze out all the water. And then you come in and then you dab that foundation in any layers, especially around the chin so we don't get any lines around the jawline and around the hairline. And I find the nose is the area that we probably get the most breakdown where you kind of you get oils, get your beauty blender and pick up some of that foundation and really stipple it and even smile and crease your face and see how your foundation is looking while you're doing those faces. To really work that sponge into your creases like your laugh lines. So with the sponge
0: are you applying extra product to what you've already done with the brush or is this
1: an act you do after the foundation is already in place? Personally I don't pick up any extra because I've already got enough with what I've put on with the foundation brush. If you have sensitive skin and you use a foundation brush you're actually like disrupting your skin texture and you're going to find Even though you've used a brush, it's still looking a bit red. That means that your skin is better suited to a sponge. Problem with sponges is they soak up so much of the product that you go through it a lot faster. It also collects a lot of bacteria. So there's a lot of maintenance with sponges as opposed to brushes, which are easier cleaned. I think you've even just solved one of those mysteries where people are like, do I go concealer or foundation first? So you think concealer second? 100%. Why? Because if your foundation has already done its job, why would you need any more product? You wouldn't. So the next step is actually not concealer though. Oh, oh, (laughs) my mind is being blown again. Okay. Where are we going? All right. So what you would do now is you'd get your setting spray again that you put on before and you spray it again. So beginning, midway and end. I'm just keeping it for the end and I should be using it all the way along. Okay. So this is like your heavy duty, long lasting makeup that you want to last for 12 hours. These are the little things that you can add. Once you've set it, It is going to be quite wet. Don't keep going while your face is wet because you're going to move that product away. Once it's set, then we go with a concealer. I love first to work with a color correction. When I put foundation on, my under eyes are still looking a little bit blue. So I like to get a color correcting concealer, which means more of a peachy, orangey tone concealer, and I only apply that in the corners of my eye where I get my darkness and less is more once again. So you start with a tiny bit, not like they show you on YouTube where they kind of paint their face. because They doing like an artwork there. Face. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. So your color correcting concealer would be under your eyes and on your darker points. And then there's also one that's got more of a greener undertone, but it's not necessarily green. It's just for cancelling redness. Anyone with rosacea, with eczema, broken capillaries, redness around the nose, you want to put a little bit on those areas where it's kind of got that colour happening. Once you've done that, you would spray again with your Fixing Spray. And would you say then that that is the complete base in terms of, you
0: know, when we think about obviously there's a lot more you can do for makeup, but when we're talking just about base today, this is the completion of the base step.
1: There's one more step. So you need powder because you need to set it. So there's two different types of powders. There's ones that mattify and set. And there's ones that are illuminating. My favorite illuminating powder that I would always do at the end is the hourglass because it's got light reflecting particles that bounce light off your skin without it making it look oily. So I like to put that all over my face at the end with a really light powder brush. But before that step, I actually use a tiny little powder puff and I drench it into a more mattifying powder. And what you do is you work that product into that little powder puff and you press it in into the under eye area, say if that's like your darker zone, and you'd press it into the nose where you have your larger pores or you have the bit of redness and you press it into your chin and in between your brows. These are your hot spots and these are the ones that create the most shine. So if you leave that powder on there for say a minute and just kind of let it sit there, and then get a really light, fluffy, not dense, just really fluffy brush and very lightly tap off that powder. That is going to mattify your T-zone so nothing moves. Then at the end all over, bring that beautiful, glowy, natural-looking skin with an illuminating powder. This is going to be your bulletproof foundation base with then at the end, once again, your spray of your fixing spray, and then obviously you can go into your blush and contouring and that whole other part.
0: I wondered beyond that initial moment when you are putting on the makeup, adding countless amounts of fixing spray, what are things you can do after that to keep your
1: base going? So you should have a little touch-up kit if you are going to be going out. Blotting papers are wonderful at this. They're like a little baking paper, much thinner, and you can press them onto your nose and roll them or any areas that you might see oils coming through. Because pretty much oils is like the main thing that can break down the makeup. If you don't have blotting paper, another really cool trick is to get some toilet paper and separate the layers. When you open that up, it's so thin, it's like a blotting paper, but not as heavy. So that can also be a great solution to remove excess oil without breaking it down. Another thing that I put in my bride's touch-up kit is a tiny little baby fluffy brush So girls that have got really defined laugh lines, that always ends up creasing or even under eye. So rather than adding more product like powder where you're actually just making it worse, you're using this brush to remove that crease because the foundation is not going to go anywhere. I would not be powdering after I've already done all that. I really believe less is more. So it just really comes down to those two products.
0: Very helpful information, Alexandra. Thank you so much for helping us perfect that all-important base makeup. You are so welcome. Thank you for having me. And thank you for listening today. Our show's executive producer is Talisa Bazazz. Audio production is by Leah Porges and I'm your host, Shazzy Hunt. Tune back in to you Beauty tomorrow for our weekly beauty news episode. Bye.